This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Woodhouse offers confidence as your trusted auto partner. With 18 brands and 16 convenient full-service dealerships, you can easily shop the latest models, discover a pre-owned vehicle that meets your list of must-haves, or conveniently maintain your current vehicle. And our knowledgeable and local team is ready to help, providing you the solutions to get you on the road faster, whether online at woodhouse.com or in person. Experience the difference with Woodhouse, a trusted auto partner since 1975. Integrity is everything. And I say that because if you don't have integrity, whatever you're doing won't last long. That's just the truth. It always falls apart. And today I want to address the fresh and fit situation with Ava and Preach, but from a different perspective and uh, from a different point of view that most people are kind of ignoring. So let's get into it. What's up, people? I'm Coach Chris, host of the Personal Branding Playbook. Here on this show, we like to discuss businesses and their brands, including celebrities and influencers, to help you grow your brand. Now, today, we're going to talk about Fresh and Fit, Auburn Preach, but I don't want to talk about it from the what he said, what he said thing. I really want to talk about more of Fresh and Fit's actual brand, because I think that's what is making this situation so different from others. Right. And what I mean by that is if you pay attention to Fresh and Fit, they really started growing last year around October 2020. You know, they started putting in work. And I'll say this. I agree with Myron. A lot of people don't work as hard as they do. They put in a lot of work, man. And what helped them grow, number one, is going live consistently. Pretty much every day they do live episodes. And most people don't have the bandwidth to do that, man. Like that's tough to do. To go live every day takes a lot of effort. And You can tell that Fresh and Fit, you know, they were determined to get to a certain level. And obviously that helped them grow. We've seen them get amazing results from that. Perfect. But I think the problem is the way in which they grew is the problem because them going live every day wasn't just them going live. Their audience didn't really start to grow and evolve more until they started bringing on more guests. Now, bringing on guests and collaborations, always great always amazing because you get to grow in front of their audience they get to get in front of your audience it works very well it's a two-way street the problem comes in when all of your content is centered around other people because now you don't really have an audience the audience tuning in is just trying to see what crazy person are you going to have on what influencer celebrity athlete are you going to have on your show today 
you know, that's why most talk shows don't really last long. And most of them are terrible because it's not about the actual host giving something to the audience. Usually it's the host bringing on somebody else to talk to or something. And it just, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. And I even tell this to my podcast clients, like don't just stick to only interviews because all you do is interviews. You don't really build an audience. Your people are tuning in every week to see who else you're bringing on the platform, which again, in the beginning, it sounds great. It sounds amazing, but that's not going to sustain your brand. I want to be clear before I go any further. I'm not here to talk about that situation specifically. You know, it's more so about Fresh and Fit's brand. Again, let me repeat that. I'm talking about their brand because the kind of people that they have on their show are Instagram models, you know, uh, photographers, influencers, you know, uh, some music artists, you know, different types of people they bring on their show. Um, but I think when you have those kind of people on your show, it's very clear that the audience you get from that are those people, you know, their audience, the people that are interested in them. And the problem is fresh and fit. were growing quick. They were growing really, really fast, but the audience they were growing is, a, is basically a cherry pick of every single person they have on. Right. So they have, most people have on, let's say four guests on their show in a month. So that means even outside of those guests, you're still finding time to build an audience on your own. Fresh and Fit were relying on their guest interest to bring in a lot of the audience. Now, from their perspective, they might think, oh, yeah, these people are here for us. They support our brand. They love us. But the truth is, if we're going to be honest, let's keep it a buck. People were tuning in. The guys are tuning in to see which girl you're going to have on there. Is this going to get kicked out? Or um, which person are you going to embarrass, you know, with these talking points or whatever? You know, and, and again, I'm not here to judge the content strategy or anything like that. We're talking specifically about the brand. Well, you know, let's get into the content strategy. You know, let, let's talk about that because I think that goes into the brand as well, you know, because they will do the, you know, the, the episodes with Myron and Fresh earlier in the day and they might have on guests then and they do the after hour show later on at night in the evening. That's where they bring in a lot of women. And I just think that if you're a man trying to help men navigate women, if that's your brand mission statement, that's your mission statement. I've heard it multiple times from Fresh and Fit. Okay, that's cool. But then you have to kind of do things to back that up. And I can say personally from my perspective, now this right here is my opinion. If you're selling a $1,000 course to men to help them date women or get girls on Instagram or whatever, I don't think you're now fulfilling that mission statement. You know, and I'm not even talking about the details of the course. I'm talking about the pricing specifically. You know, it's just like, that's not going to help a lot of men. That's just the truth. The guys that are paying a thousand dollars for a course to get girls probably don't need the course. I can almost guarantee you that they don't need, they don't need all that help. Like the guys that need it are not the ones that have an extra thousand dollars to pay for it. I'm just being honest with you. So, and that part right there ties into knowing your market, because if you know your customer, you know, the average guy that's not getting women that wants to get more girls, that really doesn't get a lot of action that guy, again, he can't afford that. So if you're trying to work with those people, you have to find a way to reach them, meaning your pricing has to reach them. Now, I'm not even saying make it cheaper because again, I know how business works. If it's worth a thousand, I get that, cool. But what you do is you break it up to where it's four different courses instead of one. That's how you sell a product because now you're selling one for 250 and then one for 250. You know, Now you're building it up to where, hey, you can get the whole thing for a thousand or you can get them 250 each. That's how you serve your market in your industry, you know, and again, I'm not here to, you know, coach them on how to improve anything or anything like that. 
This is just my opinion. Now, back to more of the facts. Um, another thing Fresh and Fit did is they relied on a lot of women, specifically women with large audiences, to come on the show. Because obviously, if she has 100,000 followers on Instagram, she talks about she's going on this podcast, it's going to get a lot of push. All the creepy, creepy guys following her will now go and support the episode because she's on there and they think that if they keep supporting her they gonna get her i don't know why guys do that but that's just a lot of men today so how they move i don't know now again with this that's not a problem that is okay if there's an even exchange but the problem comes in and this this again this is factual this is me isn't me making this up this is not my opinion it was proven and factually shown there's evidence of myron soliciting sex from women for them to come on the show like saying, hey, if we not, you know what I'm saying, we not doing that, you can't be on the show. I'm sorry, we not going to collaborate. Now, I know for most people, it's like, eh, it's his platform or whatever. For me personally, I can't stand for that. Like, I, I can't agree with that. I can't rock with that at all, man. Because for me, I think as a content creator, as somebody that has a platform that's had multiple platforms over the years, that's just not a way that you want to move. Because now... First of all, you, what you're doing to that woman is just creepy. That is just creepy. Like, like the fact that you, ha and I'm not even saying you have to do that, but you think it's okay to have that kind of conversation is creepy to me. That's my opinion. That's just creepy. Number two, what you do to the brand of your show is just insane because now any other woman that will possibly want to come on the show could hear about something like that. And that's going to be in the back of her mind right or other opportunities down the line you know other women that might have wanted to come on the show amazing women you could have worked with right they're gonna come they want to come on your platform and work with you but they can't now because now if they do the rumor is only girls that sleep with the host are on the show so now everybody gonna think she slept with you if she was on the show even if she did not so again even if you don't do that with every woman the fact that you did it with one is more than enough for it to be a problem and now, number three, now that one woman has factual evidence of that conversation happening, she can take that and then post it out everywhere. Obviously, you can call it cloud chasing, but it's facts. Like, you you said it. Like, like, that's not okay. And now, every other woman that accused you of that, even if they're not telling the truth, their lies have more merit because, again, you were proven to be doing something you said you didn't do. That's where I talk about integrity. Like, you, you can't move that way. That part is unacceptable to me. You know, you can't be on a show telling guys I'm going to show you how to get girls and how to do all of this. And then behind the scenes, you're using your show and your platform to kind of manipulate the women into like, that's not OK. Like, if we're going to be honest to keep it a buck, you did the same thing Harvey Weinstein did. The same thing. Not on the same level, but it's the same thing. Like, hey, if you do this for me, I'll give you that. That's not it. That's not it, bro. And that's not OK. So I think what Fresh and Fit did is really it. So I think at the end of the day, what Fresh and Fit did is they tarnished their brand so early on. It hasn't even been a full year since they kicked things off and got it going. And I think they really slowed themselves down with their success because when you mess up your brand and your reputation, it's in essence the 48 laws of power. Guard your reputation with your life. With something like this, it's really, really hard to get over it. It's like really, really hard. It's not like, oh, hey, you were accused of, even if you were accused of scamming, you can get over that and say, hey, it might've been bad business or this went wrong, that went wrong. You can fix that. Some levels of scamming can be fixed. We gonna, let's be real about that. But something at this level, this egregious, I personally, you can't come back from that. And that's just my opinion. I don't believe it's possible. 
and also the way you respond to the criticism from other creators that's not how you do that's that's not it and and then i mean you can try to apologize but that's just not really gonna work because it's certain lines once you cross it you there once you disrespect a man's wife you you there now now we over here we in a different conversation at this point like like you say all the other stuff and all that trying to be funny you know you look dirty okay cool you can say that but when you disrespect a man's wife we in a whole different room now now we gotta handle this another way so again that's something else you can't come back from like apologies are cool but that's not really gonna save you fam like it's, it's not even apologizing to the women which you haven't done i haven't seen it i want to be clear my whole intention of recording this episode to put out there in the youtube the podcast world is to just talk about the branding perspective i'm focusing on the branding all of these things go into branding because what you do behind the scenes and your reputation and all of that is different it it, it sticks with you forever because this is your personal brand and i know people think that it doesn't matter and it became like really cliche or annoying and overused in 2017 but the truth is your personal brand is still extremely important so again when you are creating content you're building your platform whatever understand everything you do in your world is tied to your personal brand everything i'm not even saying that you can't get at girls on the show or whatever i'm just it's a way to do it you know what i'm saying it's a way to move you know it's a way to operate so that it's not creepy or sleazy and you're not freaking them out and you're still being respectful like that is very very important so if you're out there building a platform and just protect your personal brand that's that's all i gotta say protect your personal brand with your life because that is everything and once it's tarnished and is ruined it's very difficult to come back from that this podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.